Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cloud of Dust podcast. I believe it's week eight. Is it week eight? Is that right, Coach? Uh, week nine of the podcast. Wait, I'm sorry, week nine. Week, week eight of the football season. Week eight of the football season, week nine of the podcast. That's why Coach is here to keep me in line. Um, welcome <laughs> back, Coach. Uh, and it's happy flight week. It's happy flight week. Another uh, 2-0 and in conference. I'll let you tell the story. Congratulations on a sure. big win. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, got a big... Um, big win uh they're, they're all they're all big uh, you know goal of winning the conference is uh still you know in front of us still still attainable uh we went to 2-0 in the conference uh you know beat fortunate enough to beat hilliard bradley uh last friday it was 14-7 about what we expected in terms of you know uh an, an uphill battle and just really proud of our kids um you know overall we played really well it was uh it was a night though that we had um, we had a lot of a lot of penalties. So again, like I, I I still sit in the seat where I don't think we played our best game yet, and that's in one breath frustrating, and then in another breath maybe it's in, encouraging. Um, but uh, overall, what I was most proud of is, and and this is this is the expectation, but I still need to, you know, I think tell our kids, um, you know, when they do it that I'm proud of them. But we played we played really hard. Mm-hmm. Our kids were prepared. They had a great week of practice, and uh, you know they really, you know, have done a good job the past few weeks, just kind of silencing, you know, maybe some of the noise on the outside and just hunkering down and and you know focusing on the on the game plan. But you know it was it was it was tough sledding, and like I said, we made a few a few mistakes along the way. Uh, you know, defensively, we uh, we what we try to do is is just make the uh, the opponent earn everything that they get and you know again minus a couple penalties i felt i felt like defensively we definitely did make them uh make them earn what they got and and i was proud of that and you know and of course you know a 14-7 final but you know they have the ball they have the ball i think like on the plus five yard line with a with a chance to score and so there's this team loves to stress me out and maybe shave a couple of years <laughs> off my life uh, along the way. Mm. Uh, so uh, we had a had a really big play, uh, probably the biggest play, individual play in the game. Uh, had a player um, make a a strip on on the ball and and jump on it. Uh, Riley Johnson, sophomore sophomore linebacker for us, uh, stripped it and then jumped on it. And then you know we had to. Uh, we weren't really in position to take a knee to end it um, at that point because we were the way the ball bounced. We were backed up like on our own one, so we had to kind of just run a, a quarterback wedge to try to get a little bit of room. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we didn't get much room on that that QB wedge play. And then we just uh, you know did a did a handoff, got a couple yards to breathe, and then sent uh, you know the best play in football is victory. So had a had a chance to uh, send that unit out there and. Quarterback took a knee, and you know the Wildcats went home, went home uh, happy that night. And then, off- offensively speaking, in that game, uh, again, like I'm, I'm, I'm watching us improve week to week. And I, and I go back and look at you know week one to where we are now, and 
that's that's the goal is just get better better each day better each week and and that's that's what i'm seeing uh, but you know we're just really really proud of our kids and coaches and you know putting good game plan together and then kids stay in the course and executing the, the the game plan and just playing with really good effort so yeah so we sit at at two and oh two and oh in the in the conference that's awesome. Amazing. Again, we've talked about this every week for those that have not listened and for those that have. Uh, we've talked about this every week. Your goals are in front of you, and the goals right now, you're 2-0. and uh, so, yep. you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we can get caught up in, in a lot of things, but at the end of the day, man, that's amazing. And um, I will tell you, unfortunately, again, I wasn't able to be there, but I was watching on uh, Max Preps, Max Hoop, what was it called? Yep. <laughs> Is it Max Preps? Uh, Max Preps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Max Preps because uh, I was refreshing like a madman. Um, <laughs> if there was a button on my phone, it would have broke it uh, Friday night because I was refreshing like crazy because it was intense down to the end. Um, you know, oh, Bradley, yeah. it looked like Bradley had an opportunity to, to tie it up. Things were getting crazy, and, and then you all came up with it, it's so funny. It seemed like, um, again, I wasn't there, but it seems like that game was awful reminiscent of a game against another Hillier team just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. And I'd be lying. Listen, I'm a human being. I'd be, I'd be lying if uh, I told you my mind didn't go there for a split second as that game was unfolding towards the end. I'm like, oh, this can't possibly, <laughs> can't possibly go this way again, can it? And right. then, you know, literally, literally the very next play, you know, we get the, the fumble and jump on it. It's amazing. Just a minor exhale for a second and then back to work. It's growth, Coach. I mean, I think, you know, yeah. and again, guys made you – know, whatever. I, we, we can't – you know, let's not talk about the past, but the past is the past, and they've learned from it. They've grown, and, and as yeah. you go through a season, you hope your guys continue to learn and evolve, and at the end of the yeah. day, you figured out a way to win the game, salt the game away, and, yeah. you know, they, you're 2-0 and in conference. Let's just keep moving forward, yeah. right? Yeah, and for for each team, but also you know for your whole program, you know, because I have to um, obviously I'm you know coaching this team, but I'm also coaching a program, and you know you got your your short term and long term vision, and and what we're uh, what our kids are doing that's that's been really fun is they're learning how to win, and and I think that's maybe it sounds very simple, right? Oh, what do you what do you mean learn how to win? There's a process to winning, and it is a difficult tedious process and then there's there's moments in the game you know that just maybe requires something a little bit extra and our guys are they're just learning how to win along the way but the, what they're also doing is teaching our younger guys what it takes to win and also how to win at at different levels jv level freshman level you know seventh grade eighth grade if if our, if our players are really in tune with it you know they they're watching a team that is that is learning learning how to win along the way. Right, right. And I'll tell you this: I think if if anyone and again, we I try not to promote our own podcast, but but we're on episode nine. If you go back and listen to the last eight, what you'll find with every player we've interviewed is they typically um, will refer to someone that came before them. That's culture. Um, yep. uh, again, I, I'm just saying this, you and I don't, we, there's no script here. Um, that's culture. 
and a lot of guys have talked about a lot of guys that came before them. And to your point, um, that's that's just a culture, and that that's what takes you, you know, next year and the year after and the year after. Is these guys yep. see the guys before them that are working hard and doing the things that they're doing. So, um, shout out to the program for that. We talked about uh, typically, so I know we'll move to the next segment uh, with our player of the week and the interviews and things like that. Um, every week we tend to take a minute and talk about um, a, a topic. And normally, like you all have put stickers on your helmets, you've had everything. This week, you just this morning, uh, I think, witnessed something that you wanted to talk about. Do you want to chat, chat with that real quick? Yeah. So we had uh, earlier earlier today, we had a, an assembly. And, you know, honestly, like, I mean, my head can get buried in the, in this hand and I wasn't, you know, a hundred percent sure, you know, what it was about. So, um, but it was an assembly for upperclassmen. So I had the opportunity to kind of pop my head in and I, I saw, uh, you know, Dom Tiberi and Maria's message up there. And I had, you know, I had heard, I'd seen, you know, seen on social media and I'd heard, heard about the story, you know, of, of Dom's daughter and, you know, I, I like it just as a sports, you know, uh, coach and fan in Central Ohio. You know, it's it's easy to to kind of you know watch from a distance. You know, Dom and what he does with Ohio State football and high school sports. And so I had a chance. I was like, oh, I actually have an opportunity to you know sit and listen and watch. And and wow, what an impressive uh, what an impressive gentleman he is, and what an incredible message uh, behind that uh, assembly, which is. Maria's message and Maria was his, his daughter who I believe he said nine years ago, um, you know, uh, lost her life in a, in an auto accident and, and, you know, big core of what he, uh, what he does with his found with the Maria Tiberi foundation and Maria's messages, you know, discusses distracted driving and, and I'm sitting there and I kind of have uh, multiple hats on as I'm listening to it. You know, I have, um, you know, a, a hat of a dad and a, you know, I have a, a young, young children, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a four-month-old. And, you know, as he's talking, all I can see is my daughter, you know, as he's, as he's, you know, talking through what he's talking through and just, gosh, could not imagine, you know, being in that seat. And then, you know, I'm, I'm watching it through the, through the lens of a coach and he <clears throat> talked about some statistics and I did, I didn't realize this. And it certainly got my attention that the number one, the number one cause of death with uh, young people, specifically the ones that I, you know, teach and coach on a, a daily basis, is auto accidents. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just kind of really got my attention um, that, you know, as a, as a coach, like maybe I can even do a better job, you know, discussing with with my players and students just the importance of, you know, focused focused driving and and you know, how, how disruptive, you know, distracted driving can be. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm also listening, you know, through the lens of, you know, of, of a husband and there's that layer of distracted driving. And I have told my players, you know, this, like, I never, you know, I never worry about, you know, my wife driving. I've been in the car with her enough, you know, she drives, she drives slow enough and she's not distracted. I said, but (laughs) there is part of you, like as a husband and, and a, a dad that does worry about every other car on the road. Right. And it, I think it's, I think it's just like a natural layer of, of worry, I guess, you know, you, you, your mind can kind of go there sometimes. And, and it just was a really, it just was, was one of those, 
things like today it's going to get talked about um at the end of of practice today specifically and um yeah it's just one of those one of those things that like we said multiple podcasts uh just just pay attention and i just you know happen to go down there and listen to this and uh just very very impressed with his his message and his delivery and and the fact that he's you know trying to trying to do a lot of good from something that's was really bad and it's still really hard for him and and his his family so um you know it's we've done decals on the helmets and you know we don't really have anything formal uh this week other than you know you know you and i just maybe kind of discussing it and bringing some attention to just another organization and another message that is is certainly worth worth sharing agreed as a father of three uh teenagers and a husband and um a guy that if we're completely honest unscripted i you know guilty guilty right uh, you know you get that yeah. text you get that phone call you get that uh uh, you know, our phones are distracting and, uh, my heart breaks for Dom and has for the many years, um, that he's been on this mission because I can't, I can't imagine what it would be like to lose one of my children. Um, and, uh, so, uh, again, as you said, no, no stickers on the helmets, no, you know, um, thing, but I think it still brings awareness and we always like to highlight various things and you're going to very, you know, do that with your team. Once again, focusing on something outside the football lines, outside of the football field, um, creating men, um, uh, that are aware and listening and paying attention. And as you said, so much of football is not about football. So, um, yeah. one thing I want to mention very quickly before we go to our player of the week, um, we talked last week about Morgan's message, um, and this is not a plug, but um, I did have the opportunity to interview one of her teammates last night on my podcast, the Unscripted uh, Podcast with Aaron Conrad. You can find it anywhere. Um, incredible story. And, and what, what really uh, reached out to me was how she talked about Morgan was injured. Uh, her name was Kat uh, Zimpolic. I'm sorry. Um they both played at Duke and uh, they both suffered injuries and Kat actually shared her struggle um, with just how devastating that was to her and how it affected her mental health. And um, so I wanted to share that because we talked about it last week a little bit. Uh, it's out there. Please go find it. And not for me, but but for the message, especially as parents, if anyone, a parent is listening to this or an athlete is listening to this Um it's important that you understand it's, it's, it's okay. Like all those, uh, thoughts, feelings, um, uh, concerns that you have, um, ad, other athletes go through it too. So anyway, just wanted to follow up on that. We, uh, we interviewed that last night and it's available today. So thank you for, uh, giving me a minute there to share that. Sure. All right. Our Debella's player of the week. Who do we have? Yeah. So this week, uh, you have, Senior David Stump, he was on the podcast earlier this season, and he is—he's—he's uh, he's quietly having uh, just an incredible, incredible season for us. He's a, a senior, he plays plays defensive end for us, and you know I've actually had a couple coaches this season, um, you know, text me the day after the game, like, "Hey, <clears throat> holy smokes, eight eight is a phenomenal player. Please tell him." you know, what a, what a great job he's, he's done. And, and, you know, as a coach, sometimes I'm around him all the time. 
and and right, wrong, or indifferent. Sometimes you can you can maybe get get numb to some things because I'm around them all the time. And so when another coach, you know, thinks enough of a player to reach out the next day and say, hey, you know, tell that young man he's he's to keep it up. He's doing a great job. That that speaks speaks volumes. But he's again very quietly having a um, a really really high quality productive season so your your player of the week this week is senior david stump i am so excited to tell you about debella's subs if you've never had a debella's sub it literally is the best sub you will ever have had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years and i can tell you they have great people great food and great bread. It's really good. <laughs> we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. I've also used them for our own daughter's graduation party. They're incredible. Go to their website at debellas.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn. And you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the DeBellas app. Check them out at DeBellas.com. I'm so thankful that DeBellas Subs has partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. Who are we going to interview this week, Coach? Yeah, I have a couple uh, couple juniors this week. Uh, junior Caden Wilson plays, uh, plays linebacker for us, and then junior Turner Schmidt plays defensive end, tight end. He's on a bunch of uh, special teams as well. And, and with, with Caden... Caden, uh, you know, Caden started last year as a sophomore at linebacker, was our leading tackler as a sophomore, which is pretty hard to do. And then he's following, following it up with, uh, uh, a really good junior, junior year. And he's just, he's, uh, a phenomenal academic student. You know, he's a four point plus GPA kid and, um, you know, he's 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 going places. You can just tell he's incredibly mature, very cerebral uh, young man. Just co- comes from a, a great family, tremendous work ethic. You know, a multi-sport kid who who goes all in on on both sports and you know knows how to manage his time and just just a really really good young man and has uh, has made himself into you know a, definitely an, an impact player for us. And then uh, junior. Turner Schmidt plays, like I said, defensive end, tight end. Um, you know, he's on a lot of a lot of special teams, and it's been really, you know, really fun to coach him. You know, because those guys were were freshmen when when I took this job, and so it's um, it's it's that class that I've actually been able to you know work with so far and see you know freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior, and just see their their progress. And you know, Turner is Turner's best attribute as a player is his motor. I mean, the, the the kid just plays so hard and never, ever stops moving. Like you just always know what you're going to get, you know, effort wise. And it, his effort is exactly the same, truthfully. At you know, at, in January at 5:45 in the morning for lifting, it's the exact same as what I saw at practice yesterday, which is going to be the exact same of what I see today at practices as well. Just a just a. A tough kid, uh, very talented player, and, and um, he's got a, a really bright future ahead of him as well. All right, let me go interview Caden and Turner, and then we'll be back for segment three in just a second. All right, everybody, welcome back to section two with my two interviews tonight. My first guest, Caden, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Caden Wilson. I'm number 32, and I play uh, inside linebacker. I'm a junior. 
you are a junior and you play inside linebacker. Do you want to know what coach said about you before we, we got yeah. in here? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you a few things. So the first thing he said is you're an incredibly academic student. Is that true? Yes, sir. All right. So let's talk about that. Where's your GPA sit? Um, last year, my uh, weighted GPA was a 4.45. Come on. <laughs> 4.45 how about that so are you taking uh your i would assume you're taking some uh what do they call them i don't know what they call uh them. ap thank you ap classes <laughs> see i didn't take those that's why i didn't know what they were called all right <laughs> so four point what do you say it one more time four point what uh 4.45 4.45 outstanding and that's where you're where's your are you sitting there this year too your gpa oh yeah yeah awesome all right, we didn't get on here to talk about GPA. We got on here to talk about football. So <laughs> let's talk about last week's game. What did you think about it? Um, I thought it was a really good game. I mean, came down to pretty much the last play, and it was just overall fun to play in. It was awesome. You guys are 2-0, and yeah. and you got your goals all still in front of you. Um, one more thing Coach said about you. He said you were mature, cerebral, and the third thing is he said you're a multi-sport athlete. What other sports do you play? Um, I play uh, lacrosse in the spring. Lacrosse. That's the most barbaric sport ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, how do, you, how do you put up with people hitting you with aluminum sticks uh, on the forearms? Like, how do you learn to do that? I mean, you just, you kind of get used to it at some point. It's kind of like football. So I guess I'm playing the same sport, just two different seasons. When did you start playing lacrosse? Um, I started, uh, my brother, my older brother actually got me into it. I started playing in uh, fourth grade fourth grade okay did you play in the summers so what do you do in the summer uh it's just a club lacrosse so travel all over the country mostly the east coast and just play uh lacrosse against uh some of the other best kids in the country it's really fun who do you play for uh resolute resolute okay so on the east side of town over by easton right is that where they are yeah yeah very, very cool what's the furthest you've ever traveled for lacrosse Ooh. um we went to Long Island this this summer. That was, I mean, ten hour car ride. That was that was not a fun one. Whew, ten hour car ride. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're in the thick of it. <laughs> you're in yeah, the thick of yeah. It in this summer, how do you how do you balance um, lacrosse because it's obviously you know pretty strenuous in the summer, and then staying ready and getting in shape for football. Like, are those two different trainings, or do you have to? Uh, are they very similar? I'd say they're very similar. Like lacrosse adds on to football or helps football out and football helps lacrosse. I mean, the strength you need in football helps you out lacrosse and a lot of the conditioning in lacrosse can get you ready for football. So I say I have a good little balance there. Awesome. What's your thoughts on this week's game? Um, I mean, they're a really good team, much improved from last year, but I'm still confident going in. We have a, we have our goal set and we're, we're going to look to complete them. You are, and I think you got the right guy driving the bus. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, 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 I might be favor favorable to the guy driving the bus. All right, yeah. uh, you ready for some rapid fire? Yes, sir. All right, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. When you go to a movie, where do you go? Like what theater? AMC Dublin. AMC Dublin. Okay, it's yeah. it's not what it used to be though. I mean, they've no, no. <laughs> they kind of let the place go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the last movie you saw? Oh man. Um, honestly, uh, Spider-Man multiverse was the last one. I haven't been in a little bit. 
it's been a minute then you need to yeah, yeah. you need to get we all need to get back to movies uh yeah. all right well, who do you listen to when you're working out i know this is kind of weird but i listen to a lot of country working out okay i put on my country playlist and just let it let it roll luke combs or morgan wallen who luke combs for sure really okay yeah all right uh, uh luke combs or garth brooks <laughs> garth brooks is a little older so i don't think i'm that old so i'd careful. say luke combs careful that's my age all right what's the last concert you went to um i actually have never been to one i'm 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 wanting to but uh i've just never really had time to get to one well you're too busy playing lacrosse and football <laughs> yeah yep exactly right. all right uh let me think of one more um uh favorite chicken sandwich um i'd have to say popeyes attaboy (laughs) have you had kfc yet (laughs) yeah i have had kfc but so you wait 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 you you put popeyes above kfc i put popeyes above kfc and (sighs) chick-fil-a man okay but you gotta admit they're close they're really close popeyes and kfc are like in the same game i mean they're really close yeah yeah, really close. All right. I'm going to let you off the hook. Thank you so much, man. This was a lot of fun. Good luck this week. Keep keep those goals in front of you and just keep uh, keep doing what you're doing, especially keep those grades up, man. That's awesome. I'm really, you know, that's awesome. Uh, I'm honored and proud of uh, how well you're doing in this class. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Good luck this week. Thank you. Thank you. All right, section two, interview two tonight with Turner. And I got to tell you guys that Turner answered the phone cooler than any interview I've done yet. <laughs> so, Turner, why don't you introduce yourself, man? We'll go from there. All right, thank you. Uh, my name is Turner Schmidt. Um, I'm a junior. I play uh, D end, tight end, and I wear number two. You wear number two. And, and so, tight end, there's a lot required on the tight ends in this offense. Is that correct? Yes, sir. What, so what's it like? When did you decide to be a tight end? Well, last year as a sophomore, I played mostly D end, but then uh, over you know uh, over like uh, off season, we lost our senior tight end. So I've kind of filled like that secondary tight end spot, and they use they use me as they need. So coach used a few words for you: motor, tough, yes sir, tough, and he said you were the same every week. Yes sir, yeah. So where does that come from? Um, you know, just going out there and, you know, fighting for my brothers. You know, I just got, you know, effort, motor, you know, never taking a playoff because, you know, you never know when it's going to be your last. Right. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we're seeing it every week in the NFL, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about last week's game. What did you think? Um, it was a tough game. We knew it was going to be a tough game. You know, we knew it was going to be a low-scoring game. Our defense, you know, we – Shut them out, I think, the first half and then, you know, got the jitters out. But And, and then, you know, that second half, you know, just not everything went our way. But I think we fought hard. You know, our offense did their job. They stayed strong. You know, they got points on the board, kind of relieved some of that pressure. And then, you know, we just held it, held it to the end, fought it out. What do you think about this week's game? Um, It's going to be a tough one. You know, our coaches – this is this is a this is a game that you mark on the calendar. You know, this is our you know right. our rivalry. You know, we got Darby, we got Bradley, but this is our our rivalry. And you know, I think they know that too. But you know, they got a good offense, they got good defense, they got some good running backs. You know, but we just gotta win up front and do our jobs. We'll be fine. 
and you're two and zero in conference, and all the all the goals are still ahead of you, right? Yeah, right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Right. Trying to go for that conference title this year. Love it. Um, all right, you ready for some rapid fire? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I'm trying to remember what I asked, Caden. I don't even remember now at this point. Uh, all right, when you go to a movie theater, where do you go? Um, AMC. <laughs> the one in Dublin. Uh, yeah, yeah, one Dublin. <laughs> That's what he said too. Is it? Is it not? Um, has has that place not gone downhill, or is it just me? Uh, I don't think it's gone downhill. I haven't gone in a little bit, but AMC. I, I may sometimes I go to AMC. I think on was it Hilliard Rome? Yes, it's actually <laughs> the seats are much better. Anyway, all right. So uh, the last movie you saw? Oh man, I don't, honestly may have been like Frozen back in like third grade or something. <laughs> Come on, man! Did you see it on a DVD or what? <laughs> No, it was over, over off Mill Run. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. It has been way too long since you went to a movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. All right. Well, that's all good. It's all good. Uh, let's go. Uh, what's your favorite burger in Hilliard? Oh, uh, maybe Swenson's. Swenson's. That, that, that's, you're not the first to say that, and I'm sure you probably won't be the last. Uh, are you a chicken sandwich guy? Yeah, definitely. All right. So Popeye's or KFC? Pop, definitely Popeyes. I don't think I've ever had a KFC. If you have KFC, then you'll you'll knock Popeyes out. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's so good. All right, what's your favorite candy? Oh, uh, Swedish Swedish fish. Skittles or Swedish fish? Uh, depends how I'm feeling. Skittles. Skittles. Okay, and Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Coke. Coke. All right. Hey, good luck this week. Thanks for being fun and uh, and and uh, answering the phone like you did. Um, so many people will not understand how cool that was, how you answered the phone. So good luck this week. Uh, stay focused and, uh, you know, best of luck to you guys. Sir, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. Welcome back for segment three with Coach Scully. All right. So uh, two and oh. And now we look ahead. We on the road again. Uh, what's this week's game look like? Yeah, so we're we're on the road Friday uh, at Dublin Kaufman. Uh, we're two and zero in the league, and Kaufman is two and zero in the league. So uh, you know, for the time being, we're uh, we're both playing for you know first place in in the conference. You know, for for now, they have a. Uh, um, I think their their new head coach is in his in his second year, and you can see uh, just dramatic improvement, which makes sense because some, sometimes it, it just takes time to establish you know yourself, your message, your culture, your program, um, and you can see that that what he is what he is selling the kids are are, are buying. They are they're they're really tough, really physical, a uh, little bit different from Kaufman teams in the past in the sense that. Their priority is is running the football, you know, um, you know, kind of the um, Dublin Coffin under Coach Crabtree, uh, incredibly, you know, like one of the best programs in the state of Ohio, and they were just did it a little bit different, you know. They were going to kind of, you know, spread you out, and uh, this this coach, Coach Stokes at Coffin, he's kind of the opposite. He's he's a little bit like us in the sense that as as many as many tight ends as he can get onto the field at one time, <laughs> he, he's going to try to do that. And 
they're they're playing with an edge. You know, their overall record is is five and two. They've played you know some of the best teams in Ohio, Centerville, Canton, McKinley. So they're 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 battle tested. They're very disciplined. They're very well coached. They don't take plays off. Um, and 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 our kids. Our kids understand what's you know what what's at stake, and they also understand you know the task ahead of them, and and you know very on paper very similar you know styles and very similar uh, philosophies. You know, we uh, expression is we we kind of like to play football in a phone booth, and and they kind of like to play football in a phone booth as as well. So you know our kids are they're expecting a, a a battle, and you know we talk rivals on this podcast quite a bit, and. And we do have a lot, and that's a that's a good thing. Uh, I've, I've learned as a young head coach. Um, I think you have to help your program identify rivals, and I and I don't as a head coach. I don't um, I don't know that I can, really am able to identify any more than than one, uh, even though I recognize the fact that there are multiple. But historically speaking, you know, with our program and their program, like this this is the this is the, the the game like this tends to be the one uh, each year that you you get measured by in in our program it tends to be one of the you know first things that players talk about when they graduate and come back is what they did against against Dublin Kaufman so uh, yeah we we expect uh, you know an incredibly physical game a fast-paced game um, on on Friday night against a really talented team so you just said fast paced. Do you expect a low scoring game? Like I think this sounds like, based on what you said earlier, it sounds like a grinded out kind of game. Um, it is, yeah, yeah. When I say pace, and I was kind of talking to our players and coaches about this. When I say when I say pace, I don't necessarily mean like pace in terms of getting a bunch of snaps off, right? But the pace in terms of like your heart rate quickens <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. Okay. Things get magnified significantly in a game like this with, with, you know, something on the line and a rival. And, you know, there's just moments of the game where you, uh, maybe your own internal pace quickens, you know, for your play callers, you know, the, the, the clock will run the exact same, you know, they'll set the play clock, but it'll feel like it's in hyperspeed this week. Um, you know, changing your personnel in and out of the huddle, it'll just feel so much faster just because things tend to get a little bit magnified in a game like this. How do you approach a game like this? I know we're, we're going a little different uh, than we normally, sure. maybe more in depth than normal. Uh, how do you approach a game like this? Um, I always go back to your film study, right? Uh, and you have to, you have to study and you have to rehearse in, in your head. And I have learned there's just some moments of the game as a coach, you can't rehearse. And it, it requires a, a ton of focus on a on a daily basis, and so it always it for us for me, it always starts and ends you know with with film and studying. It's you know it's no different than taking the taking the quiz. You know if you study throughout the week and you take the quiz, you theoretically you're a little bit more uh, well prepared to take that quiz or take that test. Um, and then I just think like there's no substitute for experience. And like uh, as an assistant, you know, I've been, you know, fortunate to coach in games like this. And so I think you have to maybe draw on a little bit of that experience and use your experience to provide, you know, support and confidence to, you know, maybe even coaches who have not coached in a game of this magnitude or players who have not played in a game of, of this magnitude 
and it's it's hard to it's hard to slow your thinking down but the for me like the last layer is um try you you have to try to get reps at anticipating things happening now what you're anticipating may not always happen but i think you just have to be very decisive in decisions that you make because if you get caught thinking the moment will pass you by or the opportunity may may pass you by so i think like it this week in in terms of pace quickening it's you know i have to do a, a good job of anticipating different scenarios and anticipating different moments of the game whether they show up or not i i won't know until <laughs> until friday but uh just in terms of preparation that's things that run you know kind of run through my head throughout the week there you go so we the goals are still ahead of us uh as we stated many po- podcasts before this one uh, the goals are still ahead of us, two and zero in conference at the moment. Uh, we got a big one on Friday. At, at the end of the day, everyone moving forward is big, um, but uh, the next one in front of us is this game on Friday. Um, so let's travel well. Let's get out and support the team. Thank you, Coach, for taking some time to break down your thoughts and and what uh, what lies ahead. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Appreciate you. All right, best of luck this week. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats!